Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in L.A. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, and also a screenwriter in L.A. Uh, this used to be a podcast about uh, politics and history, uh, but then we realized it was time to chase our dreams, and now it is a podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. Abe, it's been quite a week. Um, uh, you and I are now here at the, is it Brazzers or Brazzers House? I think it's Brazzers House, right? Yeah, I actually have never heard anyone say that out loud. That's not something gotcha. people really talk about, I guess. And I didn't want to ask, but I'm glad you said something because I think it's one of those really, you know, it's one of those words that could be pronounced either way. Right, yeah. Um, I spent another, after after the, our last episode, I spent another, by my recollection, five days in jail. It's hard because it's hard to tell what is daytime and what is nighttime. But yeah, another five days. I don't want to rehash the conversation that we had off mic, Abe. I wish you'd have got me out a little quicker. But I'm I'm here. Easter was fine in jail. And, you know, like they had an Easter egg hunt and like um, I I found like I, I was, you know me, I was a new fish to the place. So I only found like two eggs. Um, they had little uh, Hershey kisses in them. Very nice. But no, it, it was not a great Easter. I'm happy to be back here at the, the Brazzers house with you. I wish you'd have gotten me out a little sooner. I understand. Yeah, but I disagree. I was busy learning a lot of important things about the ins and outs of film production. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like, you know, you actually probably had a better Easter in some ways. I didn't have any Easter egg hunts. I had to work all of Easter. And when's the last time you were even at an Easter egg hunt, Timothy? I mean, come on. That's pretty good, right? I I guess so. I mean, there there were a lot of rival groups within the prison that were like making threats about getting the Easter eggs. And if you got one, you'd be in trouble. Um, and you noticed, you noticed my tattoo, right? The one on uh, my upper arm. I did. Yes. Yeah. So that's fresh. Cause I grabbed uh, what I didn't know was an egg that was spoken for. Uh, and then I got a tattoo uh, in jail. So it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I do. That's very nice of you to say. And I, let me say this. I do think I'm now 100% prepared and equipped to write a, a screen about the American prison system. Well, that's great because maybe at one point we worked that into our cinematic universe. The tattoo looks right. painful, by the way. Looks... Yeah, not... <laughs> do you know like those um, uh, uh, South Pacific Islander uh, tattoos where they take the little sticks and then they bang them against the skin with the ink? Yeah. It was kind of like that, but less clean, at least from what I saw. You know, I understand. We, and we only have uh, certain utensils and stuff to, to, to do a, a tattoo in prison. So, Yeah, well, my Easter was rough, too. Like I said, I had to work a lot. It doesn't sound as rough as mine, though. Um, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Who's sure. to say? You'd have to let's, put up, let's, let's put it behind us, though. Uh, we're here. We're here now. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Um. Yeah, anyway, Timothy, uh, it's it's good to have you here uh, towards the tail end of our internship here. And uh, at least you'll be able to get in uh, maybe a little bit here. And uh, now you have a place to stay. So, yeah, it's it's um, 
you know, it's good news. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, everyone has been really nice so far. I, You might not have had this problem. I was able to recognize people by face, uh, and I said hi to them with their their name, um, and then they kind of looked at me, and maybe they judged me a little bit by knowing that. Did you run into that problem at all? So you didn't introduce yourself? You just went up to them and said, hello. You just said, hey, what's your day? I just, I just said, like, hey, Riley, or, like... Um, you know, hey Steve, like that kind of stuff, and they were like, "I don't know you," like that kind, of, you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't do that. That wasn't my move. Um, right. I I I think it was it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it was fine. Honestly, people here are so nice and just so mm-hmm. focused on the work that I think that they probably didn't very really, focused from yeah. yeah right. Probably didn't even notice. So anyway. Um, we did want to take a break from all this work that we've been doing to give our listeners another episode because I think it's important because I think as people have been reaching out from all over the world to tell us how just inspired they are by our own journey to take their journey, you know, um, maybe probably not being screenwriters, nothing as important as that, but they are, you know, they are nonetheless drawing inspiration from this. So, you know, we want to keep creating our content with no excuses. So this week we thought since we're still working on our own screenplay and we have been getting a lot of pages done for that that we've reached a point in our screenplay where it's time to have a love scene and we have had some feedback on previous drafts of our love scenes that um wasn't very helpful we put, we, yeah we put too much description in them that was the main thing yes and I think they also might have just been a little thrown off because there are a lot of things we didn't have description. Like, we didn't have a lot of description in, like, giant action sequences or fight scenes. Or People's anything. ages or physical descriptions or locations. Right. Yeah. Um, the time period, we didn't put a lot of, like, that's a little ambiguous, I think, to The people. emotion that a character has as they come into a scene. And that's because Ooh, yeah. the first rule of screenwriting is show, don't tell. So we're not going to tell people these things. We're going to show them when they actually see the movie. Um, but that being said, Timothy and I, we were like, you know, I don't think any of the feedback we've gotten has been good at all. I don't think people have really Correct. read our stuff. I think the social worker who read things and the car wash attendant, I don't think they understand screenwriting. But um, we did feel like our love scene was kind of cutting it uh like not coming up short i guess is how you would say it so we wanted to revise our love scene and to do so we thought we would each make a list of some of our favorite love scenes that we've seen in all of cinema um and i I love this exercise you know uh, listen the love scenes are a culmination of the journey the two characters go on uh and i came up with some classics abe i'm sure you i'm sure you have some i'll start out with um one that was pretty influential to my generation, that is uh, the love scene from Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. Uh, they have uh, just done the, the portrait scene in which uh, Leonardo's uh, character draws um, Rose. They then are chased off by uh, Billy Zane's henchmen and end up in this car, and, and the car starts to fog up. And all, all, what I love about it is, is just the subtlety because this hand just goes up against the window and then drags down, um, showing that, look, Abe, not to be crass, but they're having some fun in there. And um, it's, for a PG-13 movie, it's it's a perfect, um, subtle 
uh, uh, sex scene. It's it's done in a well in a way that the movie is still considered family friendly. So I, th- I think it's well executed and well shot. That's a classic. Very good. Yeah, I think you're right to draw upon its subtlety, right? Because they left a lot of things unshown, unsaid. You know, right. he, he gets her naked and then it's on. And I think that's the gist of, of any good love scene. <laughs> I also think... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mechanically, it's very much the gist, but, you know. Right. So that's something we can draw on. But if we're really going to draw on subtlety, I think that, you know, if that's what speaks to you, then we got to make sure we include subtlety. I think my first, the first, the first scene that I can think of um, that comes to mind was um, from... Uh, 2021's working from home where mr prime is sitting at his i don't feel like i've seen this one i'm I'm curious this is interesting okay oh yeah work from home working from home mr mr prime is sitting at his table and he's um you know he's on his porch like it looks out kind of out of his like porch and he is um just working really hard on his laptop he's got his full business suit on at home he's working Mm -hmm. uh, from home um but you know his neighbor uh she's walking by and she's like barely wearing anything and he kind of sees her and he's still like trying to work and she sees him and she's like trying to get his attention through the window so she starts like kind of like stripping in the window and he's like oh you better stop this because i'm on the business call you you know but she's obviously on the other side of the camera so she strips like all the way down and then he stands up, and it's clear he doesn't have any pants on. He was just, like, in a business suit from the waist up. And he's like, what are you doing? you got to get out of here. I'm working. Oh, it's like a, it's like a screwball comedy or something like that? No, it's very serious. And then oh, okay. she's just like, oh, you're working. Well, I think I need to be working. I can, I think I'm going to be working even harder. And then she, like, grabs his stuff. And then they just – they really just go to town. And there's nothing else said in that. They just do, like, four different positions – and they uh, uh four different positions okay so it's shot like okay uh yeah so there's a lot i I get what you're saying so there's a lot of subtlety in there gotcha what is this called again it's called working from home did this get nominated for anything i think it got nominated for like a bunch of like avn um which i don't know what that is like avn awards oh that's probably one of those overseas uh things or something yeah um cool man that makes me want to go rent this one it sounds it sounds cool tonally it's a little all over the place but it sounds interesting yeah i think that's totally all over the place is a good way of putting it there's some comedy there's some like tension um but you know what ultimately you know you're in good hands you know what's going to happen and gotcha i'll i'll uh i'll keep my second pick uh pretty quick well let me ask you this abe is tv okay I, absolutely. You know, we're living in the golden age of television. Absolutely. So I, I would, I got to give a shout out to Bridgerton. Um, I, I would say that the, uh, the scenes right after uh, Reggae Jean Page and uh, Phoebe Dinever uh, start, I uh, have just been uh, married and they start having those uh, sex scenes. The show made a, a, point to get a intimacy coordinator they were very forward about having an intimacy coordinator it felt like one of the first shows that really um you know made that process public and and netflix is in this weird place where it's like can they show something on like a sopranos level with nudity and stuff like that i felt like bridgerton um kind of 
walked that line very well. It's, it's still seen as like a, a respectable show. Uh, not that The Sopranos isn't. Anyways, I think Bridgerton did a good job of um, using an intimacy coordinator and creating, you know, respectful and yet, listen, people that are having a good time in these sex scenes. I love it. I think that's something that um, every seed strives for. The next one I thought of was uh, from Making Ass Men's. Um, and making Ass Men's. Making Ass Men's. Like Making Ass Men's. Making Ass Men's. Like Making Amends? Making Ass Men's. Making Ass Men's. Okay. Men's. Like Amends, but with an ass. Like Making Ass okay. Men's. I, again, I haven't heard of this one. Oh, well. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, basically it starts out with our protagonist, Johnny Triple X, and he's just like, he's just got back from playing sports with his friends and he drinks some sort of like sports drink. It doesn't have a label on it for some reason. It's just like a generic red sports drink. He tries to drink it and he spills it all over his shirt. And so he's like, well, I got to wash this. So he takes his shirt off and he's, he's jacked. He's jacked and tan. And he's like, well, I got to wash this. But he goes to the laundry room. He can't wash it, you know, because you know, you would just wash one article of clothing at a time in the, in the washer. He can't, right. he can't wash it because his stepmom's doing laundry and she's actually in the dryer and she's just like all hung into the dryer, like, like already in there. But the problem is, is that she's stuck and she's like, I got, you got to help me out of, out of this. So he's like trying okay. to like, he's like, I don't know. This is weird. And she's oh, like, Oh, is it like a 126 hours thing where she has to cut her arm off or something like that? Oh yeah. Close. There is that. Kind of, the stakes are just as high, I think. Right. And so he's like trying to pull her out of the laundry, the like dryer the whole time. And then, one thing leads to another, and they're just, you know, they're at it. And they just do the one position, but it's really good. So, sorry, it turns into a sex scene uh, there? Yeah, obviously, because he's, like, trying to pull her out. But he can't. He ends up pulling himself in. So it's like a sexual thriller where he really, um, like, struggles with the idea of having sex with a stepmom or, or something like that? Oh, uh... No, that's like kind of left unsaid. I think that is probably like part of the subtlety we're talking about is that he just like because he keeps calling her like stepmom like four times at the top so that the audience gets that. Like that's an example of showing, not telling. Okay. And then, sure. yeah, I think we're all meant to be like, oh, we can see him struggling with this. Was this like a Sundance thing or something? I feel like I would have heard of some of these things. I think it's like a stepson dance thing. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'll just give it my last pick. Uh, a little before my time, but I got to go with Ghost with uh, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Uh, the scene where uh, Demi Moore is doing her pottery and Patrick Swayze comes up from behind and it's this Yeah, very... coming up from behind is really a good one. Like there's this... So my last one was like uh, cross-trading the cock and that stars, um, you know, Houston Johnny and... Uh, Alyssa Marie. Alyssa Marie, really, she doesn't feel like working out. She's like wearing just like a sports bra and, and yoga pants. And she's got her personal trainer, Houston Johnny, over there. And she's like, Houston Johnny, I don't feel like working out. He's like, you got to work out. She's like, I don't feel like it. She's like, he's like, well, what if I like get you all stretched out, warmed up and stuff to start? Maybe you'll start feeling like it. She's like, okay. So she like lays on the ground and he starts stretching her out. She's like, you know, I thought of some other workouts we could do. And he's like, yeah, I think I know which ones you're thinking of. They go at it. They do like, I think at least three positions and then her roommate comes home and she's like wow i didn't know you guys started without me she gets involved and 
you know, the story really escalates from there because you get to see the relationship between the roommates being like, wow, okay, they have, um, like, they have, you know, no problem sharing. And it's uh, it's definitely a classic. Hey. Yes. Are these are these browsers? Videos? I'm glad you asked. Yes, they're videos that I've worked on the past uh, week. Okay, gotcha. Um, Folks, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us here at 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, If you have any favorite love scenes, preferably the ones that um, I was talking about, not the ones Abe was talking about, uh, let us know. Email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Abe, any last thoughts? No, we better get back to uh, writing our pages. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go write some stuff. And that was hardcore pornography. Those aren't love scenes. You know, you know the difference, right? You know what, Timothy? They don't have to say "I love you" for it to be a love scene. Sometimes you could just tell that from how they look at each other. I just feel dumb because, like, of course. I'm familiar with the stepmom getting stuck in the dryer. I watch stuff like that. Okay, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.